Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Truth of Youth. I know it's been three weeks since our last episode but junior year has been a bit of a shock for both of us and we've both just been really busy but I'm super glad that you know we made the time finally to do another episode. Yeah. On today's episode we're going to be talking about the truth of cancel culture but before we jump in, Annika, how have you been? Well, I don't know. I mean, I thought that the rumors about junior year were going to be like very dramatic and that we were going to get there and I was going to be like, you know, full steam ahead. I'm doing great. You know, I'm super on top of my work. I have been like floundering. And the thing is, I was talking to somebody else and I feel like people are just better at hiding it. But I think it's just like a common feeling that everyone is just overwhelmed, like out of their minds. And I'm just the one who's like super vocal about it. Like, I have no issue going up to someone and being like, this has been like the worst year so far. And it's been like three weeks and or like, I'm really struggling right now. Like, I have no issue, like, saying that. Um, So I'm very vocal about it, but I also feel like it's just, like, a rite of passage to, like, go through the difficulties of junior year, and then, like, you survive, obviously, and you learn a lot about yourself, and, like, you learn how you manage stress and how you manage, like, a hundred things, like, that are on your plate at once, and then also while maintaining, like, your friendships, Um, which I think there's, there's just so much on our plates right now, and you got to get your priorities straight, which has been something that I've been working on. But overall, I'm I'm doing okay. You know, it's like I'm I'm pushing through. We're we're gonna be fine. What about you? Um, yeah, I would agree. It's been I've been I felt a bit like I'm floundering. Um, just a bit like overwhelmed with the amount of work that I have and like the amount of time which I have to do it. It was like last year, like I could come home and if I really wanted to, like I could be admit to myself that I could cram in my homework during a free. But if I came home and did nothing one day I would be like behind and I would never recover and I would have to like like I don't even know volunteer myself as tribute to like be like thrown off a ship so that I wouldn't have to do it anymore um I was sick for two days and that was like the worst thing ever like I'm literally still coming back from that like I literally missed like a whole ass part of a unit and it was terrible and I am just yeah junior year is quite something I will say side note the thing that I hate about high school is that I used to love missing a day of school in middle school for like when I was sick I'd be like yes like I get a day off I hate missing a day now it makes me feel so behind I feel so stressed out it is awful like I will go to school sick if it means I don't need to that sounds awful let me not say that but like yeah, please don't say that because you do people do go to school sick and then it gets other people sick and people come to rowing sick and you know I already have a stuffy nose again Annika so actually no we're gonna keep that in and you're gonna admit to your crimes that sounds so selfish, but I'm going to pretend like but everyone actually does it. Like, you don't have to feel bad. Everyone does it because otherwise everyone wouldn't get sick. So can everyone stop being so pretendy, Wendy? Like they don't do it. Like we all know that you do. I mean, yeah, if everyone stayed home and they felt a little bit ill, I don't think anyone would be at school. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I just pulled our question of the day out. And I think this should be an interesting one for us. So the question is, how fashionable are you and how would you describe your style? Oh, I love this question. I'm going to go first because I feel like my answer is shorter than yours. I don't think I have a distinct style. Like the first couple weeks of school, I always try and dress like somewhat nicer and like put together like nice outfits with like, you know, like I'm wearing this nice little like jacket. I'm trying Jude right now. It's like a little like cargo type jacket thing, which I really like or like jeans of some sorts. And like, you know, I try and look pretty put together. But as the year progresses, I end up wearing leggings and a sweatshirt every day. So I don't have a sense of style. And um, I kind of wish I did. I mean, Jude always shows up to school with something fashionable and it always makes me feel really bad about myself because I'm like, I look like I literally walked out of bed this morning, just walked straight into school and he looks like he spent 20 minutes like at least just picking out his outfit. So why don't you go, Jude? Tell us about your style. Um, 
Well, I really appreciate that little compliment, Annika. It actually really like made me feel good about myself. So um, love you lots. I don't spend 20 minutes picking out an outfit, but I do have like a little, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Maybe it's a little bit like indie. Like I, please don't, let's not get onto like the, oh, like it's alternative. Like I'll actually like jump out of a window if anyone ever said that. But you know, I like a good like jeans with like a nice belt and then like a vest and a shirt over it. But I've also been really getting into like, jeans and like a tight t-shirt at the moment like a fitted tee is like really cute um and you know like I really I like going and finding nice like vintage jackets so I do a lot of like thrifting and I go on depop a lot um, I'm just quirky like that uh and but yeah no I do like I have a thing about like being like dressed nicely like, like I'm fully convinced that I'll just like meet the person of my dreams one day and I just have to be like presentable for when that happens that's not actually why I do it. I also just like being dressed up so like there was this like one time my mom made me go and change because I got into like a nice outfit to go ice skating and she told me I looked stupid <laughs> so I had to go change because I dressed up too nice but I do I do like I just have a thing like I like to I like to pretend that like I am trying to be fashionable or at least look nice like I don't know um also, if I do, but yeah I understand that and that like sometimes people think I'm a little funky for this but like there will be days where I'm fully not planning on going out like I'm staying in my house the entire day and I will take like a shower I'll put on a nice outfit I'll put on makeup I'll do my hair and I will just stay inside the house and like do work or like do something productive and it's like sometimes like getting dressed and getting ready as if you're gonna go out somewhere but actually just getting your work done it makes you like much more productive I don't know that might just be a me thing but like I find that I'm much more efficient like right now like I just got back from dinner so like I'm in like you know like nicer clothes and stuff and it's like I'm not gonna change right into my sweatpants right now like I'm gonna stay in this because I feel like I'll be like more motivated for some reason it's like it's a little funky I guess but no you know I know exactly what you mean it's like even I like when I when I get up in the morning like on a Saturday I get up at like 6 a.m and then I go and row and I come home and I'm like sweaty or like soaked because of the rain or something like that and I go and I get completely showered and like presentable and then I that like nine times out of ten I get up and I like get into a nice outfit and I might not end up going out for the rest of the day but like, for example, today, like I'm wearing like, a, I'm actually wearing the same shirt as our last episode, but it has been three weeks. So please no judgment. Um, But like, I even got out, I got into like a nice little outfit to go to like our local like convenience store and then go pick up Chipotle, which I didn't even like get in the store. I ordered it online. So I just had to walk in and get it. But like, even then, like I, I don't really walk out of the house in like my PJs. Although the other day I did walk out of the house in my PJs because I was so tired. Um And even then, I still put on, like, a nice sweater and, like, a hat that matched the the, the pajama pants. So I feel like I might be really shallow <laughs> and vain. Understandable, though. All right. Well, I think that wrapped up our little catch-up. We're going to get into the bulk of this episode now, which, like we mentioned before, is going to be about cancel culture. And by the way, I will say that cancel culture has been our most, like, requested topic. Like, when I've talked to my friends and stuff about it, like, oh, what episode do you think we should do? the one that everyone mentions it well there's two it's climate change and cancel culture and the reason i've been putting off climate change at least like i haven't brought it up with jude yet is because i feel like i'm not educated enough about it to like have a full episode on it yet i feel like i gotta educate myself more but i think cancel culture is something that's really relevant in both of our lives considering that we're both on tiktok and like all social media a lot and then also just like we're both in high school it's like very relevant and i think that it's something really interesting that we should explore especially because it's a generational perspective podcast so yeah let's get right into it 
So I can read our first question. So the first one is pretty general, but it is, is cancel culture an effective way to hold people accountable for their actions? Why or why not? Um, okay. I think that the way that I've perceived canceling people has always been, or like from what I've seen online, it's literally like they do one thing and then they genuinely, most of the time, like can't show their face on the internet anymore. Like if they were to show their face on the internet, they would, you know, people would like immediately try and get them banned and they would receive thousands upon thousands of hate comments and etc. So like it's pretty intense when someone gets cancelled. And sometimes I'm like, they did something bad, but I don't know if it's bad enough to like, you know, it'll ruin their whole lives. Like they won't get a job and stuff like that. Like they won't be able to pursue things. I think that sometimes that's necessary. Like sometimes people do really terrible things, but sometimes it feels extreme. Like someone will do something and I'm, I'll not fully understand what they did. And I'm be like, do they really deserve to like not be able to basically like show their face in public anymore? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that, well, I think that what you're saying is 100% true. And that, like, sometimes it's just, like, spun completely out of control to where you can completely destroy a person's life, especially if, like, their main profession is social media, and then they do something, and, like, it gets blown out of proportion, and then they lose their main source of income. Like, I think that's awful. But at the same time, I've seen the complete opposite, where somebody does something actually bad, and, like, there's proof that that thing has been done, and, like, there's hard evidence against them. And then you look back, like, you know, they lose whatever, like, 200,000 followers. It's a huge deal for, like, a couple weeks. You look back at their profile six months later, they're getting millions of views on their video still. You check the comment section, nothing's wrong. Everything's good. You know, like, oh, like you look so pretty. This is so cool, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, did we collectively just decide as like a generation or as like a like as, as following to just move on and pretend that this didn't happen when like it was like the biggest source of conversation for weeks? So I think that there's two sides to it. It's either you ruin someone's life over something stupid or you let it go when it was actually serious. And this is the type of thing where people should be held accountable. I just like, I hate like the two differences here. Yeah, it's really hot and cold. And plus it really feels like people will be held accountable for a short amount of time. And as soon as it's no longer, even like, you know, people will make videos saying, oh, um, like you know this is really bad da, da, da. they'll get millions of views and people will be like really supportive of them but it's like they won't continue to like pursue the issue if it's afterwards like they will literally dip and be and that person will continue making videos the one that's supposed to be cancelled and they'll continue making videos and it's just like they sort of yeah it's like it fades out so I think that there's definitely an issue with it sometimes doesn't feel permanent a lot of the but also like it sometimes it is permanent like there's definitely people who I can think of right now which I feel like we'll get into later who could not like show their face on the internet or um yeah but I feel like there's just a weird there's there's double standards and there's like sort of like trends that cause people to like want to cancel people but it sometimes isn't permanent which I think is an issue because if someone did something bad enough like maybe it should be permanent I also feel like I'm like, well, I like tend to specifically for this episode, I'm drawing a lot of reference to TikTok because like, that's where I mostly see people getting canceled as of like recent years. But a lot of like TikTok accounts make their living off of cancel culture. Like I'll see this girl who's like, oh, yada, yada, like this person did this, that, the other. And then they'll like give all the information and like their entire following is based off of like these people who are getting canceled. And like, I think that one, it's like, it's kind of interesting how you 
like you're making a living off of like just reporting on what other people have done that's wrong and I don't want to say that that's a bad thing because in a sense that is just like reporting the news that is like you know what's happening but I think that those accounts tend to spin it in a certain way and like to appeal to their followers you know obviously because like it's a business like a lot of times social media isn't just like a fun game for somebody it's like how they're making their living they kind of misconstrue the evidence in a sense to like appeal to their following um and I guess like that's one way that like people's opinions are changed and like you know there are biases and I think there's just a lot of like misconstrued information that can really impact this and then the other thing I'll say is that I really have not liked how polarizing cancel culture has been especially like one just between like regular everyday TikTok viewers for your social media consumers but also between like other big influencers because it'll be like someone gets canceled and then there are like some people who are completely on their side some people who are like completely against like it's like it's very polarizing on TikTok and then it spins out into like a whole drama thing it's like one TikTok like oh like so and so took their side we should all cancel them too and it's just like a massive domino effect and I feel like it's just everything is spun so out of control um, and I think that that's just an effect of social media and how quickly news spreads and also how false information similarly just spreads so fast. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that another thing that I thought was like important to mention was the fact that there's like people who also just seem to be able to not be like be unscathed in any situation, which I also feels like is a bad um thing like people will ignore faults about people because they think they're funny or they think they're famous enough to not be like held accountable um so yeah no it's pretty it's it's kind of confusing so i think that that sort of brings us on to our next question at the same time because i think that it very much connects which is do you think that there is a better way to hold people accountable for their actions and if so how do we go about doing it you know honestly so I read the question like beforehand and I was thinking about what I would say to this and the first like all of my thoughts literally summarized cancel culture. I was like oh like we could all collectively just agree to stop supporting them and I was like that is the definition of cancel culture. What am I saying? I say I'm against cancel culture but I can't come up with a solution. So what do you think? I, I feel like I got to hear what you think before I come up with something. You see that's what I also kind of went through my mind like let's not you know like let's you know sometimes it's okay for example jk rowling totally a bad person has really said not okay things some people say separate the art from the artist which i feel like might be a good thing like if it's something to do with that separate what they made from like the person that they are which is sometimes hard to do but for like an international phenomenon like harry potter or something like that like i feel like maybe it might be necessary because it's too much to ask people to just completely like ignore this like massive cultural um event that kind of happened um and so that's one thing the other thing is is like yeah like i really don't know like stop supporting people that is cancel culture maybe it's a question of not supporting people without becoming overly vocal about it and basically without monetizing off their like off of the um the downfall of another person because i feel like that's a big part of cancel culture people making videos and people using like the not misfortune but basically like the mistakes of others and the something that someone has done that is damaging for your own personal benefit I think that that's the part of cancel culture that needs to change because I think when you do that it defies the point of stopping to support someone because it's sort of morally doesn't really feel like the right thing to do 
Yeah, I agree. I think that that brings us back to the point of like, what's the point of cancel culture? It's to hold people accountable, right? And like, things just get taken out of control. Like people, they're like profiting off of it by making like TikToks. But at the same time, I kind of understand that because like, yes, like people are trying to make a profit off of it. But like, how else are we going to get our news? Like, I know tons of people who, when I ask them, like, oh, where do you hear about like current events? They'll be like, oh, TikTok, like that's my biggest source of like news. And there are problems in itself with that. I think we've talked about like the dangers of, you know, using social media as a news outlet instead of like more reputable sources. But at the same time, considering our generation, like I know a lot of people, that's where they get their news. So that's where they're going to hear about things like that. And that's how they're going to know so-and-so did this, whether it's misconstrued information or not, like I got to stop supporting them or I should keep supporting them. And I feel like that's how people are, like their attention is brought to the issue at hand. So like, on one hand, I completely understand what you're saying. Like we should stop like trying to like profit off of this or like stop doing anything, like making a business out of this in a sense. But at the same time, like if we didn't have that, then how are you going to hear about it? And it's like, it's such a conflicting issue because I honestly can't think of any way to like, hold people accountable for their actions without kind of stripping away what they're gaining from it and in this case it's usually money or some popularity and the only way to get rid of that is like you know through cancel culture through unfollowing and you know like more tiktoks about like why you shouldn't support them and i think that the best thing that you can do is like stay consistent like you know if someone really does something wrong like we shouldn't be going back six months later and being like everything's fine and i don't really think there's a way to control that like a way to be like okay, you guys were all collectively like not following this person anymore. Like at that point, you need TikTok to like literally ban their account. Yeah, no, there's definitely like a degree to which it's hard to, I guess, like almost spread the news. I just, yeah, it's really complicated. Like, I don't know if there is like a solution. I feel like the other thing is, is people just like suck at apologies. Like why can no one actually do a good apology to something when they've done something wrong? If they actually apologized properly, they would not necessarily have to have their whole career screwed over. But I don't know if they get their apologies written for them or whether they write them themselves. But it's like whenever someone tries to apologize, it's like they genuinely can't fathom what they did wrong. It's like they completely misconstrued what everyone is telling them, even though it's like millions of people telling them the same thing over and over again. And they come out with the most BS apology I've ever heard. And I'm like, who like advised you on this? Because obviously it was no one good because you could have actually apologized and people would have been like, oh, look, they're good at apologizing. But I've never heard someone do a good apology that actually like, lets them people know that they're trying to like work on it or solve it or like actually feel bad for what they did that's like that's a good point that i feel like we weren't playing on bringing up what we need to the apologies okay first of all all of these big influencers have like pr teams who are writing these apologies for them unless you're like whatever colleen ballinger who decides to go off the rails but like these pr teams script these things and they're one like so they're so scripted they're so insincere it's very clearly like you know, just to please the audience. But in reality, you're doing the exact opposite of pleasing the audience because it's so cliche. It's the same thing like, oh, I was so young when this happened. I was naive. I didn't know what I was doing. That might be true. But the way that they go about it, like set up the camera, like a solemn glance at the ground. I feel like I need to address the issue because yada, yada, yada. Like genuinely, I cringe when I see the videos because I'm like, it's all the same. And it's like, Yes, I understand how, like, it's probably difficult for them, especially if, you know, sometimes it is the case, like, you made a mistake when you were, like, 15 years old and it's coming back to bite you, and, like, you can't, like, what are you supposed to say to that? Like, I think it's hard to, like, do it in a sincere way, but I also feel like you gotta, like, 
I know that the PR teams have like magic up their sleeves that they're like, this is what's going to happen. This is how it's going to work. But I feel like there's got to be some way to make it a little more sincere or genuine because like the like the camera with like, it's just like, it's so specific. I feel like anyone who like is on TikTok knows what I'm talking about. It's hard to describe, but it's just like the exact same thing every single time. Oh, yeah. And so I feel this brings us to my third and favorite question, which is, What's something or someone you definitely think should be or should not be cancelled? Either one and like why? So I think we mentioned them before, but let's start with Colleen Ballinger and her toxic gossip train apology. It may have been a while ago, but it is nonetheless still the stupidest, most like iconic in the worst way possible thing I have ever seen or heard. I saw clips of it on TikTok and I forced myself to watch the whole thing. And I have never cackled so much in my entire life. Who I just know that her whole, like every single person she employs to help her literally just like walked into their coffin and buried themselves the moment they saw that video dropped. Because I guarantee no one signed up on that. So the thing about her, okay, first of all, two things. One, before we started this episode, I went and I did a little searching on her page on TikTok. She has not posted anything on her, her Miranda Sings TikTok or her Colleen Badger TikTok since that happened. So it's still, I guess, recent enough that it hasn't blown over, but she also isn't posting content still, which is interesting. Second thing about her apology video. Now, this is where I will say cancel culture is interesting because I learned about this from TikTok. She, the toxic gossip train video, that was what, like 10 minutes long? Like, it's because of that length that she was able to make a profit off of that video. Um, it's like for YouTube videos, it's like there's a certain length and you'll make a certain amount of money based on the views. It's like a whole like thing, but it's because she made it 10 minutes long. And I don't even know, like we could check how many views that that um, YouTube video got, but I guarantee it was like a ridiculous amount just because of how ridiculous it was. But she like made money off of that. Like, I think we're forgetting like cancel culture also brings the money as much as we're thinking it's taking it away because we're unfollowing. We're not watching their TikToks. Those stupid apology videos, they get so many views. They get like so many, like, even though pe- people will like them, even though they don't actually like them, um, like they'll click the like button. And it's like, we're just giving them more money by canceling them. It's like ridiculous. I mean, to be fair though, it is like a temporary like financial boost. Like once they- once people are no longer watching their apology, they will, like, lose it, lose that income. But at the same time, yes, then they might bounce back. I personally think that Colleen Ballinger might try to come back, and then she will get immediately shot down again. The other thing is, is that can we please talk about Trisha Paytas and how the heck she has still got millions of supporters Millions of people who like her. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I just don't even know what to think. I'm like, if she seems just like, I feel like she's been cancelled so many times that she is uncancelable. Like, there's just nothing that the internet can do to slow her down. And I feel like that, you know, she's done some really bad things. But at the same time, like, she just keeps on going. Like, I don't know how she does it. Like, have you, I, I can't even bring up, like, she's said some things. She's done some things. Like, it's so funny. Have you seen the TikToks of her and them because she, like, literally, like, appropriates culture and will, like, borderline do, like, blackface and stuff like that and has done in the past? Like, there's little TikToks about making jokes about, like, which race will Trisha be today, which is a little too true. 
but it's still somewhat hilarious that that woman is still able to post videos and whatnot. I think that what's interesting about her is that people switch up so fast with her. One, because I think that mental health has been brought up on her account a lot. And I'm not one to like judge, like I'm not going to make a, I'm not going to have an opinion like on how her mental health has impacted her actions, but I don't think that mental health is an excuse for blatant racism. The other thing is that people are like, oh, she's doing so much better. Like, Trisha, we're so proud of you. Like, look at how great you're doing. Like, she's spending time with her husband and daughter outside. And I was like, the only reason you're saying that is because of all the awful things she's done before. So people are supporting her because of the contrast between all the, like, all the BS she pulled before compared to, like, how she's doing normal things that every human would do. And she's just posting about it on her TikTok when, like, I don't know. It's just like it's the contrast that's making people like her. Yeah, it's, it's like, like she's doing the bare minimum when in the past mm-hmm. she's done like like too too much of the wrong thing. So now that she's yeah. doing an, an ounce of the right thing. And also like yes, like I'm she has her like mental health issues and whatnot. But either way, like if she has her mental health issues, she needs to get off the internet and like work on herself because that might be hard for people, but she obviously is not like limited in money. Like if you look at what she has, like she she she's not like in a bad financial situation yeah. like trisha paytas is definitely interest and like i'd say that for anyone like the the back and forth based off of how they've improved from like being bad people to like i don't know like the other person i was thinking about was jojo siwa i have my own opinions about her but people go back and forth like there was this time and everyone was like oh my gosh i love jojo like she's so cool yada yada like she's like such a businesswoman. like she's made so much money she's like the only dance mom girl who's like really successful and like I will say that she has developed like a very interesting like business like platform and everything and I think I guess you could say yeah like I'd say she's really she's impressive that being said like I don't even remember the amount of things that she's done but people have been like oh Jojo's done this that like I think that, that there were some like allegations against her I'm not really sure exactly but like people will switch up every other month about like whether they like Jojo Sewer or not. And it's like, it's confusing for people who aren't as involved. And it's like, I'm not going to like just conform to what like everyone else believes, but like, I genuinely do base my opinions like somewhat off of like what others are thinking. And I'm like, Oh, like, you know, what's the general consensus? What are we thinking here? And it's like every other month it's different. And it's like, I don't know how to feel. I also don't know if it's worth my attention. Like, does it really like, do I need to give my attention to this issue or is this something that I should just like not worry about and actually worry about like important issues in our world? That's a separate tangent, but. Yeah. So anyway, I feel like we agree. Colin Ballinger, eh, Trisha Paytas, just don't even know what to do with her anymore. She like has her own section of the internet at this point. Let's be so for real. Any, is there anything else that we feel that we must? N- yeah. 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 I, I have one. Okay. I have an example of someone who was canceled and then just like came back you know like sienna may yeah so her and like the whole like jack right there was like sexual assault allegations like that one was really bad and like there was like a lot of evidence like against her and like a lot there like that i just remember that was like during quarantine i think like peak covid like that was bad like that was like really really bad um but i don't know why i was doing this uh i was like scrolling on tiktok and like i thought about her and i like checked her profile and like jack wright or whatever he like never really lost any followers because everyone was on his side from the beginning but i checked her following and like 
I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know if her, if her following's gone back up to where it used to be. She gets, like, the same amount of likes and views on all her TikToks. And if you look in the comments, it's like, it, it's like nothing ever happened. It's like literally the, like, nothing happened. And it's so strange because I just remember that being, like, the biggest thing ever. Everyone was completely against her. There was, like, video evidence of her doing some, like, funky stuff. And it's, like, they were like, outraged. Yeah. But then also, once every, like, three months, I'll see a video, like, about how Jack Ladd and Sienna was correct and like all the stuff and it's like so, like there's some like sort of thing still going on here but it's like pretty much done but she still like has her popularity she's still making a living off of TikTok so is he and it's like we just put it in the past and it's like it's a different situation it's not like forgive and forget like you do with like a friendship or something it's like this was like a whole like sexual assault allegation like it it's amazing to me how collectively as a society we've just agreed to move on from that yeah no and also from what i can tell like in the nicest way possible and in actually not in the nicest way possible eh, i'm not unbiased like i do think that she was in the wrong like from everything that i've heard and from what i see of him now like it definitely seems like a her thing and i don't think she should be on the internet like after that especially because she really never like fully addressed slash like apologized slash like seems to have like admitted to anything so it's like really messed up um yeah I think that about wraps it up, honestly. I feel like we could go on forever. Like, I don't know if no, we can... there are like, there's so many people who we could talk about who got canceled. I feel like those are just, like, the big ones. And then the last thing that I'll mention is that, like, it's kind of become, like, a colloquial term now. Whenever somebody says something that's slightly, like, not appropriate, it's like, oh my gosh, no, I'm gonna get canceled for this. Like, it's literally, like, a verb that we use now. Like, I'm going to get canceled. And it's so strange to me that how, like, that's just something that we bring, like, I've said it before, it's like, oh, no, if I say that, I'll get canceled. It's such, like, it's a strange concept that, like, it really factors into our everyday lives, like, that's something that we're concerned about, like, people genuinely turning against us and being, like, you're an awful person, you're exiled, and I, I really find it interesting that neither one of us could come up with some other solution, so it makes me think that I can't really be that against it if we couldn't find anything better. Yeah, no, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's too, it's too much. Maybe we just all need to delete the internet. Maybe we should go back to the dark ages. No, genuinely, the problem has to be social media. As much as I'm addicted to it, like, everything would be so different if we just deleted all of the apps. I kind of feel like I would want to experiment with that for, like, a week and just see how I feel. You might feel better, but I also feel like it's really hard to stay connected, like, in terms of, like, what's relevant to people when you delete that those things. Like, I've deleted TikTok and Instagram over the summer before, and I come back and I people will be talking about stuff and like literally like repeating things and I'll be like what the bloody blood are you talking about like I genuinely mm-hmm. told you so that is one thing that's an issue but that's definitely a conversation for another episode because that's not cancel culture yeah yeah we've definitely got we've got a lot more to talk about I always feel like every single episode we go on tangents and we find other things to talk about for future episodes and then we never go back to them it's always like oh, we should talk about this in a later episode and then we never do it. So I feel like we need to go back through all of our episodes and find where we said that and then we'll go do episodes on that. But I definitely want to thank everyone for listening. We're a few weeks late, um, but I think that both of us need to get our bearings straight and everything. We're going to hopefully be more consistent with posting the promos and um, posting the episodes. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Thank you guys so much for listening.